Hello and welcome everyone to Glass Jaw MMA Podcast. I am your host, Kaiser Moore. Uh, we are going to be breaking down UFC 23 Vegas. Um, just going to give you my general insights into it, um, kind of what I've gone through. I've also created my own model uh, based off of equivalent rankings. I'll go over what the model spit out for who should be winning the fights and if I believe it or not. Uh, as this event has gone on with weigh-ins today, Friday 4-9 of 2021, uh, we have seen now two fights drop off the card in total. The um, first one was earlier this week due to COVID protocol, getting uh, the Dakos and uh, Kizri fight uh, being canceled. And then today during weigh-ins, um, Norma Dumont did not make weight and uh, the Dumont and Blanchfield fight was canceled as well. One other fighter didn't come in at weight, but uh, was just deducted per set, and that was Ignacio Bahumandez, which uh, we'll get into that later. He doesn't have much more weight to cut. So, without further ado, I'm just going to kind of get into it here. Uh, we'll start at the bottom of the prelim card, and then we'll move on there to the main card. If any of you aren't here to listen to me, you just want to hear what the model had to spit out as well as picks, um, jump to the very end, um, and you will all have it all laid out quick at the end there. First fight we're going to break down here is going to be the Impa Kasagane and Sasha Plitnikov fight. Uh, Impa being a at a negative 295 as of this recording, and Sasha being at a plus 235. Um, a lot of people have looked at this and said it should be a pretty easy fight for Kasagane. Um, he has the better pedigree within the UFC by a couple um, actual fights. Um, the only thing really making uh, several people question is him coming off of that knockout from Joaquin Buckley. Um, and that may be true. Some people have a hard time coming in to a fight after a loss like that or a knockout, especially with such a quick turnaround and being able to perform in the ring. But Kasagane is a uh, pretty smart dude, pretty analytical dude within the ring. Um, I don't see it being a problem with him. The problem I see with this one is taking those odds at negative 295. There's just not a lot of wiggle room there. Um, throwing it into the model, uh, Kasagane had a rating of 15, or sorry, 14.58, which gave him a 65.84% chance to win. Plitnikov being at 34.16% chance to win then. Um, and he's only got one fight actually in the UFC and wins one win by knockout. Uh, not a lot has been seen from him so far. And even at looking at his past record, it's still not up to what Kasagane has put on the board so far. Um, the problem is, is with the odds at 64, 65, 66% to 34%, um, there's not a lot of wiggle room for a, a bet there at negative 295. Um, now it's not saying don't take the or don't make the bet. It's just not what the the model with Kelly Criterion was spitting out today. It said no bet for this fight. Next up for the uh, heavyweight fight between William Knight and Da Eun Young. Um, Watching the weigh-ins today, you can just see exactly how much taller Da Eun Young is compared to William Knight. Um, now, reach advantage. Reach advantage is a big thing here. I mean, uh, their heavyweights are going to 
stand and bang for most of the fight. Um, even looking at what uh, both fighters have done in the past, William Knight will shoot for takedowns, but um, Daun Young will not. Uh, looking at all his stats across the board, he's got a solid defense or takedown defense, um, blocking 83% of takedown attempts on himself. So I think obviously Daun Young's going to want to bring keep it on the feet, stand and bang, especially with that long reach advantage he's going to have over top of William Knight. Actually, looking at the difference there, um, William Knight, 5'10", reach 73 inches. Da'an Young, 6'4", with a 78-inch reach. Um, looking at their equivalent ratings, uh, William Knight's at a 15'42 equivalent rating to uh, Da'an Young, 16'04". Um, that gives Da'an Young a 58.83% chance to win this one, according to the model. Um, Knight is 3-0 in the UFC, one by decision, two by Two wins by KO. Um, da Eun Young is 2-0-1. One, one draw by decision. One win by sub. And one win by KO. Um, so he has gone to the ground. Uh, but uh, he's going to try to stand and bang once again with it. Uh, I don't see this one going to decision. Since between their six fight or their total of six fights in the UFC. Um, only two have gone to decision at this point. So I mean one third chance of it going to decision again. Uh, like I said, they're two heavy-handed fighters. Um, looking at the differences in weigh-ins today, I'm going to go with Da'an Young for this fight. Uh, the model's got him picked to go as well, with the odds being negative 140 for Young and then plus 111 for William Knight. Uh, the model's not saying bet a bunch here. Um, it's basically bet setting, saying bet half a unit. Uh, so nothing too fancy for this one, but I do think Young's going to take it. If you want to play a little different on it, um, I would say this is not going to go. This is not a fight that's going to go to decision. So uh, less than two and a half rounds would be my my guess for if that's uh, a different or a prop bet you want to make on it. Next fight on the card is going to be the Jordan Griffin Luis Saldana. Um, both fighters came in at weight today. Weighing in at the, basically the exact same, 145.5 pounds. Um, the Vegas odds have Jordan Griffin plus 112, Luis Saldana negative 139. Um, we'll just go straight into their equivalent rankings here. Jordan Griffin with a professional record of 18, or sorry, a full record of 18 and 8. However, UFC record of 2 and 3, 3 losses by decision, 2 wins by sub. He's got an equivalent ranking of 1446, and the um, that's against comparing that to uh, Luis Saldana, who's 1-0 in the UFC, one win by KO. Um, he's 14-6 in his uh, lifetime record. Uh, he's got an equivalent ranking of 1400. Uh, when the model breaks that down, it basically gives Jordan Griffin a 56.58% chance to win this fight. Uh, he is the uh, Vegas underdog here, so putting that into Kelly Criterion, it's saying bet, um, for myself, it said bet three units for Griffin on this fight. Um, looking at what they got going on, uh, basically about the same height, same reach. Um, 
very uh, or longer um, records prior to the UFC. Um, Griffin's on a you know less than 50% in the UFC. However, you got to look at those three losses are by decision. He went all the rounds, um, and his two wins are by submission, and that's against a Saldana who has one KO. Um, so. In general, looking at the two fighters, six total fights between them, the UFC that have gone to, um, with three of them being decision, but they're all Griffins. Um, that being said, um, I think Saldana is just the the favorite here at this point. Um, it's probably good betting money on Saldana. Um, threw a unit on Griffin just to see what would happen. Um, he does have the more experience in the UFC, but Saldana's hungry. Um, I would say there's a good chance this one still goes to submission, though, just because I don't see Griffin getting a finish in this fight. And I honestly don't know what Saldana's going to do. He's got one fight, it's by KO, and go from there. All right. Next fight at 135 pounds, uh, weigh-in today went good for both of these competitors in Hunter Azur and uh, Jack Shore. Hunter at 135 and a half pounds during weigh-in, Jack Shore at 136. Um, looking at what the models got here, uh, Jack Shore has got an equivalent ranking of 1736 with a 72.8% chance to win the fight. Against Hunter Azur's 1564 equivalent ranking with a 27.2% chance to win. Um, same height. Uh, Azur came down in weight for this fight. Um, reaches a little on Shore's advantage, 71 to 69 inch uh, reach there. Shore's got two fights in the UFC, uh, two wins by submission. Azur at uh, three and one, three wins by decision, one loss by knockout. Vegas lines for this fight have Azur at uh, plus 140 and Shore at negative 172. I got to go Shore here. Um, he's fighting in his weight range already. He's uh, put on a good career. 13-0 and 0 if you count all his outside of UFC wins. He's fought good opponents. I The model when putting in the Kelly Criterion said... Bet five units on this one, um, and I gotta go with it as well. I think it's a a good look. I I don't think this one goes to decision. Um, Shore is gonna be looking for a, a way to end it early. Next fight, Dan Ho and then Jorgen DeCastro, the 265. Um, today at weigh-ins, Dan Ho weighed in at 255 and a half pounds, uh, almost 10 pounds underweight uh, for the max. DeCastro at 261.5. Um, Dan has got some wiggle room there at this point. Um, no problem for these fighters. They both look strong uh, coming into that way, way in today. Uh, looking at what the what the odds are here, Dan Ho at a plus 245, DeCastro at a negative 315. Um, they're... Was a problem um, just because Dano hasn't fought in a while here. Um, he had to be given historic data to be used for his equivalent ranking at a 1400 uh, versus DeCastro's um, 1234, which would give 
Dan Ho a very big uh, chance at winning at 72% versus 27.78%. Dan Ho's one fight in the UFC is a loss to decision, and then he's got a draw by decision. DeCastro, 2-2 two two in the UFC, two losses by decision, and then two wins by KO. So you're looking at six UFC fights between the two fighters with four of them going to decision. Um, Reach is the same, basically the same records in the, or basically the same records if you count outside of UFC. Like I said, we're just like, Dan Hose hasn't fought uh, recently enough to receive an equivalent ranking that works here. I do think there is a really good chance this fight does go to decision. Um, just looking at their historic data and their fights prior, um, I'm not a big fan on this fight at all. I honestly don't know which way I want to go with it other than I'm going to put it on DeCastro. He is already the favorite in this fight by a lot, but uh, at a negative 315, I'm not going to put any money down on it. The uh, model said don't bet it. So we're just going to leave that fight there where it's at. Next fight's going to be Baja Mendez and John McDessie at 155 weight. Uh, McDessie made weight today, 153 and a half pounds. Baja Mendez came in overweight, 156.75 pounds. So he's got a little bit more cutting to do yet. Uh, he also is going to be automatically fine 20% of his purse. Um, the problem with uh, Baja Mendez trying to make this weight is dude is 6'3". He's coming down from 170 weight. At 6'3", there is not a lot of weight left to shed to get to that 155 pound weight. He's got a 7 inch reach advantage, 75 inches versus 68 inches over McDessie. Um, McDessie has a much longer pedigree within the UFC though. Uh, 10 and 7 with 11 of his total fights going to decision. Um, other finishes all over the board. Um, Baja Mendez is 1 and 0 in the UFC, one win by knockout. Um, now the equivalent rankings for these two fighters, McDessie is a 16.80 and Baja Mendez at 14.50, giving McDessie a 78.98% chance to win this fight. Um, looking at the Vegas lines, though, they still like McDessie at a plus, or sorry, they still have McDessie underdogged at plus 60, Bahamundes at negative 200. I still think if uh, Bahamundes can shed the rest of that weight yet tonight, um, get down to that mark for the fight, I still think he's the better pick here. Um, McDessie's, all of McDessie's seven losses, he's 17 and seven all time, all seven losses came in the UFC. Um, so that doesn't leave. He came in 10-0 and 0 and then got to see what the UFC was all about. Um, Baja Mendez is hungry and also has a 7-inch reach advantage. I gotta think that he's going to take this fight. Um, the model, like I said, likes McDessie due to uh, historical data here. People he's fought in the past. Um, it's saying bet McDessie. I'm going to fade the model on McDessie, but go with the tailing on Vegas odds on that one. Um, just a unit, because who knows what's going to happen, and I don't feel super confident in it. Alright, third to last fight on the prelim card was going to be Norma Dumont and Aaron Blanchfield. Um, 
Blanchfield came in today for the 135 pound, made it exactly 135. Norma Dumont came in, weighed it at 139 and a half pounds. She came in four and a half pounds overweight. Um, she called that, they basically, her team called it a no-go at that point, and that fight was scrapped. So we talked about in the beginning, Dumont and Blanchfield scrapped this week along with the Dacos and uh, Kizri fight. That one was due to COVID. So with that one being canceled, that's going to bring us up to the Gamrot-Holtzman fight. Uh, 155 pound bout. Um, Holtzman weighed 155 and a half. Gamrot 156 for this fight. However, um, they didn't charge him for the overweight here. Looking at what the uh, Vegas odds are for this fight, Holtzman plus 195. Gamrot negative 250. Um, Vegas really f favoring Gamrot here, and that's what the model is going to like as well. Uh, Gamrot's at an 18.93 equivalent ranking. Holtzman at a 1776. Gamrot all-time 17 and one. His UFC record 0 and one. His one loss came as soon as he came to the UFC decision loss. Holtzman going to be 14 and four all-time. All four losses coming from the UFC, but he's seven and four in the UFC. Four wins by decision, three losses by decision, one win by sub, two wins by KO, one loss by KO. So. Those two fighters together, um, having 12 fights in the UFC, have had a majority of them go to decision. Now, most of them being Holtzman, so 11 to 1 here, but he has seven total fights that have gone to decision. Gamrot's got one more. 8 out of 12, 66% chance this goes to decision here. Um, the model did not like a bet on Gamrot. They, they has it preferred at 67.38% chance to win the fight. However, at the odds that um, have been provided at negative 250, it's saying there's no wor no reason to make a bet. Um, I would put money down on this just going to decision, but take Gamrot in decision on this one. And the final fight for the prelim card is going to, at 155 pound bout is going to be Jim Miller versus Joe Selecki. Jim Miller weighed in at 155 and a half, and so did Selecki today. Um, once again, no penalties at that half pound over. Looking at what the uh, Vegas odds are, Jim Miller at a plus 195, Joe Selecki at a negative 250. Uh, this one's a little back and forth for me. The model has these fighters just about the same. Um, reach for Miller is one inch longer. Uh, he's 32 and 15 with 36 fights in the UFC. Uh, 35 with one no contest. In a myriad, 17 fights were to decision, and then many losses and wins in a myriad of different ways. Selecki 3-0 in the UFC, one of those went to decision. Um, I'm not going to make a, a call on this one just due to not having a pretty solid pick on if this one would go to decision. But I got to think that even though the model has Miller at 18, or sorry, 1686 equivalent and Selecki at 1654, so it wants Miller at 54.59% chance to win. I'm thinking Selecki's going to take it. Um, Miller's Miller's got a lot of bouts in the UFC. He's fought a ton of times. I just it's been uh, it's been a long long haul for him, and the model says if you want it, uh, plus five units on or. 
plus three, but uh, for Miller on this fight, I think it could go either way, but I would guess Selecki on this fight. And at 250 and not being for sure, I'm not going to make a bet on this one. That'll conclude the prelim card that's going to bring us up to the main card. So starting off the main card at 170 pounds is going to be Mike Perry, who weighed in at 170 today, and Daniel Rodriguez, who weighed in at 170 and a half. Vegas odds for this fight has Mike Perry plus 122, Daniel Rodriguez negative 149. Looking at what the model has spit out for today, equivalent rating of 1630 for Mike Perry. Daniel Rodriguez at a 1665, giving Perry, sorry, giving Rodriguez a 55.02% chance to win based on the model. Um, however, with that, uh, having such a close equivalent ranking here and a close chance to win at one negative 149, the model is uh, suggesting no bet on this fight for Rodriguez for at all. Um, looking at what they've done in the past. Uh, Perry in the UFC is 7-7, seven seven, three wins by decision, four losses by decision. So out of his 14 fights, half the decision. Um, lost by sub, wins by KO, losses by KO. Rodriguez 4-1 and one in the UFC with three of those five fights going to decision. Um, so if you're looking at that, that's a majority of their fights between the two have gone to decision at this point. Perry's lost more fights total in his career. Rodriguez is 13-2 overall. I would put the money on Rodriguez to win this fight. Um, I just, once again, in this fight, don't see anything I like to bet on. But if I'd have to pick a fighter, I'd go with Rodriguez on this one. Going into the next bout, um, 115 weight is McKinsey, sorry, Nina Ansarov, or if you want to go Nina Nunez, uh, waiting at 116 versus McKenzie Dern at 115. UFC has, or sorry, Vegas has Ansarov at negative 140, McKenzie Dern at plus 111 right now. Um, gotta tell you, the model doesn't have anything for Ansarov right now. Once again, she had that baby. That's what everyone's talking about. Um, she had a baby. She's been off for a little while. She's had a three-month camp coming into this fight, so she's had time to train. She's been off for a while while Dern's been putting in some work. Um... Ansarov got a 1,400 ELO or equivalent ranking um, compared to Dern's 1,627. Dern gets a 78.7% .7 chance to win this fight according to the model. Um, with that, her being the underdog, I, I bet this one um, fairly heavy. I think Dern's going to take this fight. Uh, she's got... Some would call it sloppy wrestling. I would call it a strong wrestling base. Uh, she wrestled in high school. Um, I think that if this goes to the ground, that takes Ansarov out of her game. Sorry, Nunez out of her game, and I think Dern takes this fight. Uh, Ansarov, Nunez is 4-3 and three in the UFC. Three wins by decision, three losses by decision. So out of most of her fights, six of her fights have gone to decision. She has one win by submission. Dern five and one in the UFC, ten and one uh, all time. Three of her fights have gone to decision. Three of them have been won by sub. Once again, she likes the ground game. She's not a stand and bang kind of fighter. She has that basis in American wrestling. Um, so 69.2% of their total fights have gone to decision. 
I don't know. I... Ansarov has, uh, obviously, um, great coaches in her corner. Um, same ones that you're, um, you know, back in Amanda. It's it's hard to fight against that, but I think Dern takes this one to the ground. And even if she wet blankets for three rounds, I think Dern's going to uh, have significant control throughout this fight. Or she gets knocked out quick. I don't know. I'm going to take Dern, um, and I think this one has a good chance of going to decision, or Dern takes it to the ground, can work, and puts it into a win by submission. Next fight is going to be at the 185-pound. Sam Smiling Alvey at 186, just one pound overweight there, versus uh, Julian the Missile Cri Cuban Missile Crisis Marquez, also weighed in at 186. He's got a pound to cut before the fight. No biggie there. Um, looking at what they've got going on here with... Uh, Vegas odds, Sam Alvey, plus 157. Julian Marquez, negative 197. Same height. Uh, Alvey came down from 205 for this fight. Uh, does have a longer reach by three inches. And has the uh, much more storied career within the UFC, or within both the UFC and in general. 33-14-1 all time. He has a 10-9-1 record in the UFC. Four wins by decision, six losses by decision, one draw by decision, one win by sub, five wins by KO, three losses by KO. Marquez, 8-2 and two all time, professional record, 3-1, and one, one loss by decision, two wins by sub, one win by KO. So with that being said, there's not a chance that I will bet how this finishes. I have no idea how this fight finishes, sub, decision, KO, I just too far outside of my game. Um, the model has Alvi at a 1544 equivalent ranking and Marquez at a 1488, giving Alvi the 57.99% chance of winning this fight. Um, him being the Vegas underdog, the Kelly Criterion wants some units put down on Alvi. Uh, two to two and a half-ish. The problem with that is uh, when the equivalent rankings are taken into effect, uh, you know, if you fight enough dogs in your life or you just put enough fights in, your equivalent ranking can be higher than it should be. Um, I'm honestly going to say that Marquez is probably going to take this fight. I would, I'm going to go against the model here. Marquez having to drop the weight, having a, just a mixed bag of fights in his career. His UFC record basically is 10 wins and then 9 losses one uh, draw, so 10-10. I think Marquez is going to come out, and I um, think this is not going to go in Alvi's favor. I do see this one being a stand-and-bang fight. They uh, both have, or Alvi has an 83% um, takedown defense, um, blocking a majority of them. Marquez at 50% takedown defense. I just see it basically staying on its feet the entire time, but I think Marquez takes it in the end. Once again, I'm not going to call if it's by decision KO or sub. With that, we're going to look at the co-main event at 145 pounds. Arnold Allen at, uh, weighed in at 145.5 pounds today. Sadiq Yusuf weighed in at 146. Um, no penalties for those. Um, both looked really good. Vegas odds for this one has Arnold Allen at a plus 122, Yusuf at a negative 148. 
uh, world over and over again has said they think Yusuf's going to pick this. Um, many different podcasters, many different uh, statisticians. Um, going off of what the model has here, uh, equivalent ranking, Yusuf, 1847. Arnold... Uh, Arnold Allen at a uh, 1917 equivalent rating, which would give him a 59.94% chance of winning this fight. Yusuf has uh, got a 11-1 record all time with a 5-0 professional record in the UFC. Um, Allen Arnold, 16-1 with seven of those fights being in the UFC. Between those two fighters, 12 fights in the UFC, eight of them have gone to decision between the two of them. Yusuf also has two wins by KO. Arnold has uh, two wins by sub. So I think this could be an interesting fight. Like I said, a lot of people have picked uh, Super Sadiq to pull this one out. Um, I think Yusuf's going to try to stand, stand and bang. And I think Arnold's going to try to take it to the ground, and he's either going to look for the sub or the KO. Um, I said this fight, once again, has a good chance of going to the submission if either of those fighters can't get on their, their game they want. Um, I want to take Alan Arnold in this fight. I think he wins it. I don't, and I, my guess would be that he wins it in decision. Um I want to like Sadiq for this fight. It's just uh, Arnold has a little bit more experience. Um, he has a, a solid uh, takedown offense. I think he takes Super Sadiq to the ground, and I, I think it they work from there. Um, once again, Taylor faded if you want to. Uh, that's up to you. I just... I've got Alan Arnold on this one. And that will bring us to our final fight. So, uh, this is going to be a fight between Marvin Vittori and Kevin Holland. Um, at 185 pounds, Vittori came in one pound over. Kevin Holland came in one and a half pounds under. Um, so, try to bring it close to the fight. Uh, Vegas odds have this one uh, very much in favor of Vittori at a negative 340. Holland at a plus 265. And I agree. Um, even the model agrees. Vittori at an equivalent ranking of 1980. And Holland at an 1866. Uh, that gives 65.84% chance to Vittori to win this fight. Vittori 16-4-1 all time. 16, 6-2-1 within the UFC. Multiple fights going to decision. Four wins in decision, two losses in decision. Holland does have the uh, overall reach advantage here being at 6-3 in height versus Vittori 6-0 in height. 81-inch um, reach for Holland, a 74-inch reach for Vittori. I think Vittori stand and bang with him for a little bit if... Holland tries to go to the ground with it. Vittori's going to stuff him. And then Vittori, if he wants to take it to the ground, is going to own it from there. Um, 
The big problem with this fight is the fact that it is such a split odd. Uh, trying to take Marvin Vittori at a negative 340 just doesn't have any value in it. Um, even though he's he's pretty pretty even highly favored by the model here. Uh, I myself uh, made some side bets on this one with uh, Vittori to win this one by decision. Holland and Vittori have both fought uh, as the main card in so far in the UFC. Uh, they're both their last fights were five round fights. Uh, both went to decision on those fights, so uh, they can they both proven they can hang around for five rounds and. Uh, Looking at their stats, they can sit and take punches, and they can punch someone in the face just as long. So I bet uh, on this one to take Vittori by decision in the end. Um, normally, my odds I use are in decimal, so it's a 2.75 for decision by Vittori, and I think that was pretty good value. Even looking outside of their last or their historic fights, and not even the five-round fights, 61.9% uh, of the the two's total fights in the UFC have gone to decision. So I think that's a pretty good chance of coming up tonight. Sorry, tomorrow night. So that's going to bring us uh, pretty near the end here. Uh, I am going to go back through, just give my final picks real quick, and then I'm going to go over the actual bets I made for the fights. So uh, first, Kasagane Politnikov. I've got Kasagane. William Knight versus Da Eun Young. I have uh, Da'an Young in that fight. Jordan Griffin versus Luis Saldana. I'm going to take Saldana in that fight. Azir Shore. going to take Shore. Dan Ho versus DeCastro. I'm going to go with DeCastro in this fight. I really don't like this fight either way. Baja Mendez, McDessie. I'm going to take Baja Mendez. Gamrot, Holtzman. I'm taking Gamrot in this fight. I'm going to go with Selecki in this fight. Ansaroff slash Nunez versus Dern. Dern's going to take her to the ground. I think Dern's got this fight. Sam Smiling Alvi versus Julian. The Cuban Missile Crisis Marquez. I'm taking Marquez in this fight. Allen. Arnold Allen versus Sadiq Youssef. Man, I didn't... I wanted to take Sadiq. I'm still going Allen in this fight. Going to keep it that way. Uh, and in the final of Vittori versus Holland, you got to you gotta take Holland, or take take Vittori in this fight. Um, to go back through a little bit, just to kind of give you an idea of what I got on the table, uh, I'm going to go Vittori by decision. That was my first pick I put in. Um, I do have a parlay going. I'm pretty sure that uh, Jack Shore... Kasagane and uh, Vittori are going to all be wins. Moneyline, those three together. Um, one unit on decision for Vittori. One unit on uh, Shore, Kasagane, Vittori, Parlay. I got two units on Dern to win this fight. One unit on Jack Shore to win his fight. Alan Arnold, or sorry, Arnold Allen, I got one unit on him to w win the fight. See that I forgot to cover the Perry-Rodriguez uh, fight? I'm going to take Rodriguez in this fight. I threw two units down on to, to take it. Um, I did fade that decision uh, just in case. I threw a winning method of KO, TKO, or DQ uh, down on Perry. We'll see if it works. Otherwise, money game, money loss. Um, 
And those are kind of the picks I put down for Saturday night. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Like, I'm going to stick to my guns on these picks. This has been the uh, the first episode of Glass Jaw MMA Podcast. Um, I hope to continue doing this. Um, really enjoying spending time kind of looking through not just the past fighters fights but also kind of looking at historic data made the prediction model uh, kind of looking at it all together helping me make my decisions expanding some views um, I'm always welcome to feedback as well uh, this is your host Kaiser Moore uh, everyone enjoy UFC of Vegas 23 and I will be trying to get some um, decisions made for the Whitaker Gestalem fight the following week thank you <laughs>